Is a new time zone wearing you out? Or is a daylight savings time change throwing your sleep schedule out of whack? Well, let's fix that. There's a simple method to wake up earlier, change your sleep patterns, and travel without terrorizing your energy, focus, and vitality. You know, my personal schedule is constantly changing, but I love rhythm. You know, my energy is optimized when I sleep well, but I can't always follow the exact habits I prefer. If your life looks anything like mine, what options do we really have? Actually, quite a few. This is the 5AM Miracle, episode number 432. Three simple steps to wake up early and feel fantastic. Good morning, I am Jeff Sanders, and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. So here on this Monday morning, we just had a time change 24 hours ago, at least where I live here in the U.S., a daylight savings time in the spring just happened, which means our clocks were all moved forward by an hour, which means most likely you lost an hour of sleep two nights ago and will continue to feel the effects of that every single day going forward. Now, the funny thing is, is that this happens every year, and yet somehow every single year, it's kind of surprising and difficult to adjust to. It's never fun to lose an hour of sleep, especially when you know it's coming and yet you still don't have a plan to really adjust well. Whether it's daylight savings time or a new time zone that you're going to shift to because you're traveling or your schedule has shifted and now you have to wake up earlier and all of a sudden it seems like you don't have control over your time. Like you've lost the ability to maintain the structure that you want. Well, you know, time adjustment, sleep adjustment in general is challenging because our bodies are rhythmic. We like to function on the same schedule every day. At least that's how our bodies operate. You may personally like to have variety in your schedule, but your body will be optimized with rhythm, with routine, with systematic scheduling. And in order for that to happen, when things aren't happening like that, there's this conflict. You want rhythm, but you don't have it. You want structure and simplicity and predictability, and that's just not the case. However, it can be, at least most of the time, and when change occurs, there are things you can do to make this process a lot easier for yourself. So this week, we're going to discuss what that means to actually wake up earlier on purpose, whether it's for traveling through a new time zone, daylight savings time, or you just want to begin your own 5 a.m. miracle, and you're asking this question, Jeff, what do I do? My usual wake-up time is 8 a.m., and 5 a.m. sounds like torture. <laughs> what do I do? How does this work? Well, let's break this down and figure out, first of all, what mistakes most people make when they're trying to make a sleep adjustment. And then the second part of this will be what you can do today and definitely tomorrow morning uh, to make this shift even easier. So first, let's start with the mistakes. The very first mistake that anyone makes in this process is they go into it with no plan. <laughs> they just wing it. And winging it can work because honestly, shifting your time by one hour, let's say, isn't actually that hard in your body. Yes, studies have shown that there are more heart attacks on the Monday morning after a time change. That is true. 
However, that doesn't have to be your story. You don't have to be the kind of person who is literally physically thrown out of whack by the fact that you have lost one hour of sleep because you can actually prepare ahead of time and not lose the hour at all. In other words, if you walk in with no plan and you just hope that tomorrow morning you get out of bed one hour earlier and you're just going to adjust and be smacked in the face with that change, you can do that. That's an option. I don't think it's the best option. And for most people, that will backfire in a variety of ways, mostly just feeling really tired. But walking in with no plan whatsoever just means you have opted into a plan. And that plan is to feel the effects in a very dramatic way. So my preference is, of course, to have a plan, to be more intentional with these transitions, especially the ones that happen literally every year. So we know this is coming. We can make adjustments before they get here. Now, ironically, this episode is going live the day after the change, so you've already missed it in this case, unless you're going to hear this episode many months down the road. But regardless of when the episode is actually consumed, this still applies to your life because these things will always come around. And so the question is, what will you do now knowing these changes are coming? So first mistake is no plan. Let's make sure you avoid that one. Now, the second mistake that most people make when they're approaching these time changes is they overcompensate. And specifically, I mean overcompensate with extra caffeine, extra sugar, and extra bad food. What tends to happen in these scenarios when we have less sleep, we are more tired, is that our bodies want to eat and we want to wake up. We want to feel like we have some energy from somewhere. And so we tend to think, well, I can get more energy from caffeine, from food, from sugar. And initially, that can be true. It will give you an extra boost, but it will backfire. And you will feel a lot worse a lot more often. And the next biggest issue is that if you overcompensate, especially on caffeine and sugar, it will be harder to go to bed on time that night. So if this transition is supposed to happen in a systematic way where you are making a shift to a new time frame and you want that to be your new norm, well, then you have to be able to make the shift without messing up your schedule yet again. So drinking too much caffeine, consuming too much sugar, eating too much bad food, these things will fill the void temporarily on day one and they will backfire by the end of day one. It doesn't work. So try to avoid the temptation to overcompensate because it's not going to work. And the third mistake that I tend to see people make a lot when they're trying to make a sleep transition is they stick to their old habits. You know, the thing about a new sleep schedule is that it's new, which means if you stick to your old habits, you may tend to still go to bed too late or watch TV at night or use electronics way too late in the evening, which makes it harder to go to sleep. So if your goal is to wake up earlier, then that inherently means, yes, you are going to bed earlier as well. Now, if a time change takes place, the time on the clock will actually look the same, but your body physically will feel as if it's an hour earlier than normal. So you have to be very intentional about not only when you wake up, but most importantly, when you go to bed. So your old habits, especially in the evening, have to be rethought through and simplified and just make it as easy as possible to go to sleep, which means we're not trying to do a lot of work at 8, 9, 10 p.m. or later. We're just trying to go to bed as soon as possible, as easily as possible, so that tomorrow morning, when you wake up and you think it's extra early, it actually feels normal and healthy and good. 
That's the goal. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. So now that we know the mistakes we need to avoid, what do we actually do? What does it mean to adjust to a new time schedule, a new sleep schedule, a new early wake-up call, and have that actually stick, and hopefully have us not feeling groggy and tired and miserable, but instead have the opposite, waking up, bouncing out of bed with enthusiasm, feeling fantastic. Here's the thing. This is possible. What I am promoting here of this feeling fantastic and bouncing out of bed with enthusiasm, that's not invented. That's not some pie-in-the-sky dream that is physically, literally possible. I have done it. I do do it. It is a thing. I say that because a lot of people will tell me, well, Jeff, I can't. That's not me. I'm not you. This is not possible. I hear you. I hear the excuses. I hear the rationale. It's not true. This is possible for you, so just keep that in mind that there are things you can do to wake up feeling a lot better. Now, yes, you may have other challenges to work through that will prevent you from feeling wonderful at 5 a.m. Most of us don't. However, 
if these habit changes take place over time, you can actually wake up feeling good. You can actually wake up with a smile on your face at 5 a.m. It is possible. I know it might sound crazy early. It might sound painful. And maybe initially it is. But this does get easier. It does get better. And then you do look forward to those early mornings. Step number one to wake up early is to go to bed extra early. This may seem super obvious, but this is the step everyone misses. Yes, the mistakes we just discussed. This is number one. Don't screw up going to bed on time. Lay down early, read a book, meditate, chill out, ditch the phone, ditch the TV. Just take it easy, take it easy early, and take it easy early every single day until the new habit is formed. The bedtime is the thing. Most people at the end of the day have less discipline, less willpower, less of a willingness to say like, I just need to put the work away, put the TV away, put the distractions away, and just let the day end. An intentional evening routine will change your life because it will make a 5 a.m. wake-up call a lot easier. If you do anything today, just go to bed early. This will help tremendously. Step number two, and this is the one that I think is probably the most effective for most people when it comes to making your morning actually fun, making your morning actually possible for a fantastic feeling, which is to move your body right away. So if we go back about, I don't know, 10 years or so, when I had my first 5 a.m. miracle, what took place for me was that I woke up at 5 a.m. and I went for a run. And going for a run early in the morning, it changed my entire life. It proved to me that early mornings are valuable and that if I move my body right away, the early morning not only is less difficult, but then my body begins to expect that movement each and every morning at 5 or 6 a.m., which means I literally will bounce out of bed with enthusiasm because my body is itching to move. It wants to get up and go do something. And that's how you can literally make your 5 a.m. wake-up calls amazing. It's how changing time zones and changing for daylight savings or whatever else it may be, that change to an earlier wake-up call can be a fun thing. But moving your body, getting your heart rate up and moving, this is critical. This is the thing that honestly for me is like the golden nugget of making this thing work. So you can do a, a treadmill run. You can use a Peloton. You can go for a hike. Go for a trail run. Just move your body and do that consistently. Each and every morning when you first wake up, especially in the beginning, to set this new habit in place. This will make that early morning wake-up call honestly a lot of fun, and it will make it easier, especially over time, because this is the thing that's going to change your habits. It's changing the way your body actually functions each and every day. So the lack of sleep is made up by the fact that you're now moving your body, going to bed early, and feeling better right away. And finally, the third step to make this entire process even easier, and this is going to be the one that you're probably not going to like, yes, it's time to put down the coffee. Not entirely, but reducing or taking away all of your caffeine and extra sugar will make a big difference. So yes, you can have a little caffeine if you still want to have some, but make sure it's less, significantly less if possible. Because as you make this transition and you reduce your caffeine, you're going to bed earlier, you're waking up feeling better to move your body, you will have natural energy to feel better. You won't need the Band-Aid. 
You won't need the caffeine to function. And you will sleep better because of the cardio in the morning, because of the extra intentionality on going to bed earlier. You will feel more rested. You will be more alert, more awake, more energetic, and the rest of your day will function better even with less caffeine. Now, as this process continues and you have made the adjustment easily to this new morning routine and this new wake-up call, yes, you could go back to a normal caffeine consumption routine. You could have more coffee. But I think you really could get away with a whole lot less on a permanent basis, especially if the early morning cardio is part of your routine. If you are still being intentional with going to bed on time, still being intentional with waking up on time, moving your body, taking care of yourself, lowering your stress, taking time to meditate, taking time to do yoga, taking time to lower the energy and the right parts of the day, and then increasing that in the early morning parts of the day, well, then the rhythms begin to set in a way that makes you feel fantastic without the extra Band-Aids. That's the goal. Now, to learn a whole lot more about the 5A Miracle itself, of course, you can listen to more of this podcast or just read the book. Go to 5ambook.com to read the 5A Miracle itself. There's an audio version of that as well. Or you can join the 5AM Club at 5AMMiracle.com to get on the email list, get some extra goodies, and learn a whole lot more about why early mornings are really that fantastic so you can dominate your day before breakfast. And for that action step this week, wake up and move your body. Of all the strategies that have helped me the most when I'm trying to wake up early, it's a morning run. Go run, reduce your caffeine a bit, and go to bed early. It really is that simple. JeffSanders.com slash 432 is the place to go for the episode notes. Also, subscribe to this podcast in the app you're using right now or go to JeffSanders.com slash subscribe. That's all I've got for you here on the 5A Miracle Podcast this week. Until next time, you have the power to change your life and the fun begins bright and early. Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.